Welcome to Intrepid Media, the show for the business professional. Here, we're going to talk about business topics such as leadership, sales, marketing, HR, innovation, strategy, and technology. But we're also going to riff about lifestyle too and help you look better, feel better, and live better. This show is everything the modern business professional needs, from the C-level executive to the millennial. So let's get on with the show. Welcome to HR Latte, your connection to all things HR. Today's great HR department is foundational for today's successful business. Listen in as host Rayanne Thorne gets personal with practitioners and technologists, experts and thought leaders who care about the world of human resources. And now for your next cup of talent management, whipped to perfection. Hey, everybody. Welcome to HR Latte. This is Rayanne Thorne, your guest today and always HR Latte. I appreciate you joining me today. Special edition. I've said this before. Every episode seems to be a special edition of HR Latte. My guest today is Ben Gotkin, who has been very involved with the launch of the Association of Talent Acquisition Professionals or ATAP. And we're going to dive into that topic and talk a little bit more about it. Just a soft launch at this time, but the official launch will be taking place very shortly. We want to give you a preview of all things ATAP. Hey, Ben, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Rand. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure to have you on the show. I don't know why we've waited this long. You have not been on HR Latte or any of my other podcasts before. So it's about time. About time, exactly. So, and, a great, and a great opportunity, uh, great thing to talk about today. Yeah, I'm very excited to hear about all of this. Having a background in recruiting and a, a deep affinity for the practice of recruiting for all things human resources, in particular, I'm a, I'm a healthcare HR person, and that's where I, I uh, got my feet wet, if you will, in recruiting, was uh, recruiting for healthcare HR professionals. Well, as a healthcare HR professional, recruiting for healthcare all all employees for healthcare staffing and leadership. Uh, very excited to hear this news. First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and then we'll dive in and talk about ATAP. Sure. Yeah. I've been in recruiting my entire career, actually. I'm a bit an anomaly in that sense, uh, as, a, as a lot of folks uh, usually fall into recruiting uh, one way or another a few years into their career. I, w- I started about uh, three or four months after I graduated with an executive search firm as a researcher and then went corporate from there, was uh, in various corporate roles for 18 years. And uh, last two were as a national recruiting director at RSM, the accounting firm, and as a uh, director at Marriott. Past four years, I have been a uh, consultant and trainer with Recruiting Toolbox and have worked with a wide variety of great companies, uh, large and small, domestic and global, different industries. And that's been my paid job, right? So uh, uh, I'm a a volunteer at heart. I'm uh, very much into uh, public interest and mission-oriented activities. And so actually, it was kind of pretty early on my career, mid-90s, I started getting involved with some of the uh, D.C. area, Washington, D.C. area recruiting groups. It was a college recruiting group first, I think, and saw the value in collaborative learning. And particularly because 
I, everything I learned up to that point, I learned from my boss or from some coworkers or by my own research. Uh, there was no standard education. You learn by doing. But collaborative learning, was, yeah, collaborative learning was great, too. I think it was in uh, 2000, or yeah, right around 2000, I started getting involved with the local EMA chapter in the Washington, D.C. area, where I'm born and raised and live today. And that's where I started to see what EMA was all about. And uh, then uh, actually, that's, I met Jerry Crispin, uh, kind of my uh, uh, collaborator on this for ATAP, at the 2002 EMA conference in San Francisco. But it wasn't long after that when EMA was uh, pretty much discontinued and, you know, what was a representative body for recruiting up to that point was essentially no more. Fast forward a few years and I saw the opportunity uh, just within the D.C. area where there was a, a lack of uh, networking, a lack of connection, lack of learning happening. And in 2000, late 2009, started up Recruit D.C., a local group uh, that was devoted to education and networking for recruiting professionals in the Washington, D.C. area. And we're now, seven, I think, six, seven years into this. I recently passed along a leadership role to a colleague, and that organization is still going strong. And thriving. Uh, it's thriving. Yes, I've, I've had the opportunity to participate in Recruit D.C. It was a great event. I, I know that it continues to be you a great first annual event. Actually. I think I was. You and Marvin Smith That's did right. a, you presented a workshop. <laughs> That's right. Yes. So you were there at the very first one. But yeah, it's still going. It's grown. It's bigger than ever. And you have a lot of these local groups around the country. I mean, recruiters have taken it upon themselves to educate their own for lack of formal education, formal standards, formal learning, and have also taken it upon their own to build their own networks. A SourceCon is a great example of that. What's happening right now in Anaheim? It started off as a group, a handful of some of the top sourcing minds nine years ago started uh, to meet, and it's grown now into a, a huge conference. Seven hundred people are in Anaheim. Amazing. Uh, who, yeah, who would have thought that uh, years ago? But you know, these things have happened by necessity rather than anything formally driving it. But I've been a, I've been really happy to be a part of that and helping to educate others, helping to connect others. And now ATEP uh, we see as as the next logical step. I love what you're doing. I've had the opportunity to be involved a little bit, a little bit with it, and I'm excited to learn more about ATAP. When I started recruiting, it was a yellow pad in hand, and I <laughs> sat next to the desk of my managing director. That's how I learned to recruit. And I'm sure that the majority of recruiters learned the same way. There is, have, has not been an official process of how to recruit and people align it with sales all the time. It's a little bit different, a little bit mm -hmm. different because your focus has to be almost like you described in the beginning, the a volunteer at heart. It is not about you. It's not about filling your pocket or getting commission. Although it can, if you do it well and you work for the right organization, it can line your pockets, but it's more about helping the individuals that you're placing and in turn, helping the organizations where these individuals are placed. And it changes your focus a little bit. It's, it's, I can see the alignment with sales, but I still contend that it's, it's very different. So the mission at ATAP, and I want to make sure that everybody knows you can go to the website. The website is launched. It's atapglobal.org, atapglobal.org. The mission there is to represent the interests of talent acquisition professionals at every level worldwide. And I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about how this, this whole thing came about. How did the conception of ATAP come about? Well, I think in addition, to, uh, Rand, to you being at the first uh, Recruit DC event, so was Jerry. He was our keynote at that event. And so, 
Yeah. So he's also been very tied into recruiter learning and education and, and uh, networking over the years. It was at, I believe, the Plano, uh, Texas Marriott, where at the bar there when I, uh, I was in town for one of his Career Crossroads colloquium events. And uh, that's when I first brought the idea up to him. I said, hey, you know, all the, all the stuff we're doing locally is great. I'm really thrilled with what we've got off the ground in, in D.C. But, you know, to really solve the issues, the challenges that we face in this profession, what are some of the things we, should, we could potentially do to, to really impact that? And so the conversation started there. And not long after that, I wrote a, a white paper, about a 12-page white paper, which kind of laid out what this might look like. I shared it with a number of people over the next couple of years, but it was really about maybe almost a year and a half ago when uh, both of us decided that, hey, maybe this is the time to really start socializing this further and really seeing if we have some critical mass to actually get this off the ground. It was a year ago last May that we held a conference call with uh, several recruiting corporate recruiting leaders, uh, a couple of vendors are on the call and influencers brought the idea up to them. They said, hey, this is exactly what we need in this profession. You know, let's do it. About a year ago, we've uh, formed a handful of uh, working committees and Rayon, you were uh, on part of one of those. Yes. yes. And the purpose of the working committees was to define what this organization should be, what the foundation should look like. We knew that we wanted to be a nonprofit. We knew that only an independent nonprofit organization could truly have the impact that we were looking to have. So we were looking for, okay, what what answers around what type of nonprofit should we be? How should we fund ourselves? How should we govern ourselves? What should we call ourselves? And so these are the uh, over the past year, that's what we have been working on. We had a review board that took the recommendations from those working committees, uh, vetted them out, uh, debated them. And uh, got us to a point uh, about a month and a half ago when we locked all that up and said, okay, we're ready to go. And at that point, it was a matter of deciding that uh, we wanted to go with a hard launch, an official launch in early 2017. But before that, we need to select a board of directors. And that's what led us to today, to get to the point uh, going into the uh, HR and recruiting conference season where we could promote this heavily, to go out to the community to seek uh, nominees for our board of directors, and also build up interest in uh, the organization as well. And uh, as of Wednesday, we launched. And I can say actually to date, since uh, launch early Wednesday morning, we've received a tremendous amount of kudos, particularly on Facebook. That's been really exciting. But we've had over 300 people uh, already indicate interest in membership and uh, close to over 40 nominees for board of directors. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 I think we hit a nerve. <laughs> recruiters on are on social media? No way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, especially with SourceCon and you know, a lot yes. of people online tracking it. It was again uh, the timing was. Uh, yeah, I think you picked the right time this. to launch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very yeah. good, very smart time, and I appreciate you coming on the show and, and giving me an opportunity to highlight ATAP as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the website again. It's atapglobal.org. A T A P global.org. Please check it out and find out. I know that there are opportunities for people to to join the organization. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. So starting with the board of directors, we are looking for highly strategic, big thinking, uh, critical thinkers uh, with leadership experience. Ideally, I'd, I'd love to have people who've had a, a recruiting community experience or experience in a nonprofit or with, with a startup because this is very much of a startup effort as well as people who are really uh, really have a real passion for talent acquisition 
and who can really commit to uh, being a part of this board. It's a volunteer uh, role, but uh, it's really going to shape not only what the organization is going to look like, but what, uh, what the organization's priorities and strategies are going to be out of the gate. And that's going to be really critical to helping us get off the ground and uh, helping the world to understand what exactly we're doing and where we're focusing. So I think it's a great opportunity for people to really have a, a significant impact on, on what ATAP is going to be uh, going forward. On the uh, ATAP Global site, though, uh, you also have the opportunity to in, uh, indicate your interest in membership. It's a simple form to, to leave your contact information. We'll hold on to that for now. Of course, won't share that with anybody else. But when we are ready to launch uh, membership, you'll have several options, including charter membership opportunities. And that'll be uh, an opportunity to join, and there will be benefits that you get out of that. And you'll also be able to help fund this organization as we put an infrastructure into place and as we start to... Uh, start to strategically resource uh, assets to align with our priorities. It feels like we're big kids that have grown up. I mean, you I know. Know. it's yeah, so well, exciting. <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting you put it that way because I think that recruiting has had a certain perception out there in the professional community. Not always, doesn't always get the, the respect it deserves. Right. You know, and we've kind of, you know, in fact, the way I like to think about it is, you know, you know I've been in uh, recruiting now for 20 plus years, but, you know, corporate recruiting really you know, agency recruiters have been around forever. Corporate recruiting has really exploded, exploded in the last 20 years. Sure. You know, specialties within the recruiting profession have really just started to emerge in the past dozen years. Sourcers, employment branding specialists, you know, the outsourcing uh, or outsourced organizations, RPOs, have really just emerged over the past 10 to 15 years. So in a lot of ways, we are kind of in our teenage years here yeah, in yeah. terms of where the profession is going. But it's, it's again, all of this has happened just by necessity. There's, no, there's been no, no driving force behind it. And as a result, in some cases, it works well. In some cases, again, it doesn't work that great. And, and uh, organizations struggle. Uh, recruiters struggle to learn. We struggle with ethics and standards. Sure. These are the types of things that we really want to address at ATAP. So you also, on the atapglobal.org site, get a sense of what our mission and values are. And primarily, you know, around a body of knowledge, of which we'll build standards and ethics. Then also, we want to uh, be able to provide advocacy for the profession as well, uh, represent the, the profession on issues that impact uh, what recruiters do and how they do it with government, with the media, and with the business community in general. And we want to be able to build affiliations with and help connect and grow the talent acquisition community overall. There's a lot of great communities out there today. We're not looking to replicate anything that's happening out there necessarily, but they can be connected better. And I think that collectively, when we come together, whether we're agency or we're corporate or RPO or vendor, any of these things, we can all solve these problems more effectively together in a safe place that a nonprofit independent organization can provide. So that's really what, what this what ATAP is about and why I hope people are really get excited and, and uh, fired up about what we're doing here. Well, I'm so excited to talk a little bit more about it. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about is there going to be a certification attached? How will it grow? All these wonderful things that come with a new organization. Thanks, Ben. Stay tuned. Thank you. Okay. HR Latte is brought to you by Dovetail Software a SaaS-based HR case management and help desk solution to ease today's HR departments into tomorrow. Simple but powerful real-time employee engagement, knowledge management, 
and detailed analytics empower human resource departments and shared services teams to effectively handle any type of employee interaction. Dovetail Software by HR for HR. Hey everybody, we are back on HR Latte with my guest, Ben Godkin of ATAP, the Association of Talent Acquisition Professionals. Ben, we've been talking a little bit about the history of the organization, how it came about, what expectations are. Tell us a little bit about maybe the future. Are we looking at potentially having a certification attached? Great question. And it's one that's actually been debated quite a bit so far. I have had the opportunity to speak with a number of training providers out there who have their own certifications. And I think where a lot of us are at now and have come to alignment on is that you know, we're not sure what this organization is going to do yet in terms of what education will actually look like down the road. But what we do know we want to focus on first and foremost is building a common body of knowledge. This is what's missing in the profession. And once we do that, or once we start to do that, there's a lot to get to and we'll have to prioritize how we're going to get to it. But once we do that, then uh, off of that, we could build educational standards. We could build standards of measurement. We could build ethical standards. And from that, we can start to base more common training off of. So, you know, whether there's a certification down the road or bachelor's degree programs in talent acquisition or a master's certificate, I think all those things are possible. Uh, But that's not what we're focusing on right now. When we kick off, one of our primary Primary areas of emphasis is going to be on building this body of knowledge. By, and, and the great news is that it exists out there. It's all over the place. But just nobody, nothing's ever been done to pull it together, to make sense of it, to combine the data along with the anecdotal evidence to find the truth and to find what really drives uh, success within the profession and what the minimum standard should be for people to be successful and knowledgeable in how to perform their job in recruiting. Sounds uh, like the right direction. Right. I don't think you can right. just dive in and expect everything all at once. And I'm excited to watch it grow. So speaking of that, how are you intending to grow the organization? How are you going to share it out? What is the focus for uh, organizational growth? Sure. Well, first of all, we got to uh, you know, educate the world on what this is, uh, what this is and, and when it's coming and, and what we're going to do with it. And that's really a uh, big part of our focus right now. And so over the course of the next several weeks, we will continue to promote this through interviews like this and articles uh, that some of us may write on and post on various recruiting blogs or websites. We'll be a number of us are going to be out attending uh, the various conferences throughout the fall, and we'll be uh, promoting it heavily there and uh, through our, our our networks as well. Not to mention, you know, through Twitter and Facebook and other social media channels too. The great thing about recruiters and the recruiting community is that it's uh, we're, we're all pretty well connected. We are, <laughs> uh, we are. Yeah, so it's not that hard to build a buzz around something if we you know if we start to get it out there. Again, I think just just the, what we've done with a, a pretty limited uh, launch this week uh, has has been great. But we, you know we we were going to keep pu- uh, pushing away at it and drive to get as many people educated and, and informed as possible on this leading up to our launch and leading up to our selection of border of a board of directors. And at that point, we'll go with a heavy launch, uh, a real launch. And at that point, we'll open up for membership and we will start to get to work. And is there anything on the immediate horizon that you can share? So what, what is, what's immediately next? Oh, immediately next in terms of promoting yeah. uh, the organization. Well, again, uh, we actually had a big promotion last night at uh, at SourceCon. Uh, there's other conferences coming up. Uh, I think even next week, 
I think HR Tech is next yeah, week, right? That's okay, right. sorry. Uh, I know Jerry Crispin will be out there. We may have others that will be able to help promote this too. And we have a, a variety of, uh, we're, we're build, actually building out messaging as well. We're building out a communications plan. And so, again, this is still early. You sure, know, but, sure. Uh, you, know, you will be hearing a lot more about this. And so, in addition, you know, like if you're on Twitter, keep an eye open for the uh, hashtag ATAPGlobal. And uh, you'll certainly be able to track things that we're pushing out on this as well. So, uh, you know, this will be a steady stream of ATAP information over the next several weeks. And I'm sure the site will be consistently updated. Again, that's atapglobal.org. And speaking of HR tech, Dovetail will be sponsoring again Intrepid HR, which will be a live stream broadcast between 46 and 50 interviews taking place on the expo hall floor in the dovetail booth and Jerry Crispin is going to be stopping by and we are going to tap in further into ATAP. So looking forward to learning more from Jerry. Any last bits of information you'd like to share, Ben? If, if folks want to reach out and find out a little bit more, is the best place the website? Yeah, the best. that's the best place for now. Uh, we'll be building out our social platforms, uh, our Twitter handle, our Facebook page. I imagine something will go up on LinkedIn as well, and those will be other good ways to find out what's going on. Uh, yeah, the best thing you can do right now, if you're interested in learning more, is just uh, indicate your interest in membership. It doesn't hold you to anything. You, you know, if you choose not to become a member, you no, know, that's 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 uh, your choice. But uh, yeah, yeah, we certainly, you know, that, as soon as we're ready to go to uh, to launch membership, you'll be the first to know. And if you think that uh, you you might be interested in our board of directors and uh, you know, we have uh, all of our qualifications listed out on uh, the atapglobal.org site, then indicate your interest there as well. Uh, we will follow up with everybody. We're, you know, <laughs> one of the things I, I, I like to think about with this is that anybody who's going to be on the board, anybody who's going who's to be on the staff of ATAP Global, we're going to recruit in a way that aligns with best practices in a way that, that you should recruit. We want to be role models in how we go out and recruit people to be a part of this organization. Um, well, since we're and- recruiters, we better do it right. You better do it right. right? Exactly. So <laughs> exactly. We'll absolutely. We're gonna. Yeah. We're gonna be that. We're gonna be transparent, and we are also going to be inclusive. And so, you know, if you're an, if you have anything to do with recruiting at all, with talent acquisition at all, we hope that uh, you will you will have interest in this. And the uh, near future here, this will be a place you can call home. Perfect. So before I let you get away, Ben, there is an ongoing controversy or conflict, if you will, about whether or not recruiting is part of HR. Hmm. What are your thoughts on it before we before we check out? <laughs> Great question. Yeah, I, I had a title early in my career as HR specialist. Most of the time I was in corporate uh, recruiting, I was part of an HR team. We reported up to an HR VP. I'm now working at Recruiting Toolbox and working with a lot of different companies, I see a wide variety of ways that organizations or, t- or, or town acquisition organizations report in to their organizations. Uh, more and more, I'm seeing it part of the line with a dotted line into HR, possibly. And in some cases, it still is a part of HR. The absolute trend that I have absolutely seen, and this was not only true for me, but for many, many talent acquisition professionals that I talked to, is that their ambitions are primarily in talent acquisition, that their ambitions are not in other parts of HR. Right. And I think that's, that's one of the real key reasons why this is so important and why this needs to start happening now is for the growing number of people in this profession who want to continue in this profession, want to learn, have a hunger to learn, have a, hu- a hunger to grow, and have a hunger to see this profession advance. And 
whether that's part of HR or not, I think that's really more of a, the decision of the business. And I think, and you know, that's not going to change sure. uh, anytime soon. But for those people who do want to focus on talent acquisition as a profession, that's what they want to do. That's where, where they want to go. Then this organization is for them. Well, I've always had, um, like I said earlier in the, the show, a, a fondness, a deep affinity for talent acquisition, for recruiting, for hiring. But when, as I moved inland, if you will, as I, <laughs> I went in-house and learned a little bit more about truly how, how important the right hiring is, the right hiring process, hiring the right people, how important that is to retention then mm-hmm. it absolutely becomes imperative that that HR understand the importance of hiring. And, you know, we, we spend so much time and money and thought and resources hiring the right people. There has to be just as much time and money and thought and resources put into hanging on to those people. So this is, this is the starting point, right? And, yeah. and it is the, the face of an organization. It is where employer branding has a shot at getting in front of individuals that are either interested in your organization or could be a mouthpiece and share, share mm-hmm. jobs that are out there, whether it's a, a tech company, like a job distributor, or it's individuals like you and I that really understand the process and the business and are willing to assist others in our same industry and in helping them get the word out about job openings or an employer brand or, or things that have worked well. You know, I've seen a big shift in the 15 years that I've been involved with recruiting uh, that that has been so beneficial to the practice, and that is the information share. When yeah. I first started, it was there was none of that. There was very right. secret, and in, in particular in the agency or third party or executive side of the business, you did not share anything. You didn't share ideas. <laughs> you didn't share share, yeah. share successes. You didn't share clients, right? It was, yeah, it was right. very secretive and, and you kept everything very held very closely and tightly in and, and you didn't share those things, but it's, you know, the age of the internet and social media has changed all of that. And we understand the value of sharing and, and the influence that it can have on your practice and on, on our industry. So I appreciate so much what you have done, what the, the committee has done, what, um, you know, Jerry's being the advisor and, and instrumental in making sure that they, this gets off the ground and anything that I can do to help promote and share this out. I'm happy to help. So thanks for coming thank on HR Latte and, and sharing and, and we'll be talking more. I'm sure. Thank you, Ryan. I'm sure we'll take you up on the, those opportunities to promote uh, the Absolutely. organization. And thank you again for the opportunity. I think, you know, it's actually, a, I think the first time we met was at a conference and we did a very similar uh, type of interview. We uh, did. Oh my gosh. Remember that? Remember that? <laughs> oh my gosh, trends. I do. I think we had a flip, trends. You're flip Kennedy phone. back then. So. It was Kennedy and we, <laughs> And I walked yeah. around with a flip cam, or what was that called? Um, oh, oh, I had those, yeah. Oh, um, those little, you plugged it right into a USB port, and yep. it uploaded. It was very, I can't remember. Is yeah. it called a flip, flip cam? No, I yeah, yeah, I think that might have been. But yeah, it was, uh, it was in Vegas. It was That's at uh, right. Kennedy. So That's yeah, right. it's, uh, so it's, I think that was probably about six or seven years ago. So we need to do this more often, we clearly. We do, absolutely. <laughs> wow, you have a great memory. I <laughs> I did not remember that at all. I mean, I mean, I remember doing that, but I didn't remember everybody. I was very new to social and these events then, you know, because, right. you know, like I said, when I started off, you, we didn't go to conferences like this to share ideas. It was very, you just didn't share, you know. So I'm excited about the shifts and changes that are happening. And this is a big one. So thanks for coming on and sharing ATAP. Again, if you want to learn more, go to ATAP, A-T-A-P, global.org. Thanks again, Ben. 
Thank you, Rand. <laughs>